Well, let's let's talk Battlefield. Okay. Okay. Is uh, there a new Battlefield? Like? There is apparently a new Battlefield out. We haven't actually had a podcast episode for a while because it's been my fault as well. Um, I just had a lot of things going on. I actually think the last episode was about the next Battlefield game. I think that was our last episode. Yeah, we were trying to predict what. Uh, well, a when it when we'd hear something yeah. about it, and uh, b what what it might bring. It's fair to say we all did pretty poor on the expectations yeah. there. Do you remember the uh, guesses? Do you remember where we got to? Like what we predicted? Uh, I can't remember dates. Well, let me tell I you. I instantly forgot. Go on in. Johnny said the game would be revealed second week of April. That wasn't right. Well, wow. Depends how you. <laughs> depends what you call a yeah. reveal. Um, release second week November. Andrew said last week of April. Uh, release uh, last week of November. And I said last week of April for the reveal and release last week of October. Now, essentially, we all got it wrong. Yeah, I've mugged us off there. We all got it wrong by varying degrees. Uh, and so that's that. Um, first of all, though, are you excited? Are you all excited? Did you like what you saw with the gameplay? We saw some gameplay last night. Nah. I feel like we've not, not really witnessed the true gameplay experience the game even the gameplay trailer they obviously packed as much mad stuff in as they possibly could um it was very combined arms wasn't it like it wasn't yeah, gunplay it, really it was it was really combined amazing. arms but that's maybe to be expected i'm just super excited to, to play it i'm super excited to play it i mean i i couldn't care less honestly it's a modern battlefield they could put six trailers out and i would still play it Still gonna buy it. Yeah. Still gonna play it. Yeah. So if the if the trailers hype up other people who wouldn't necessarily play it and think, oh yeah, I want to try that, then great. Oh, well, go for I'll it. Tell you what. Hang on. Uh, one sec. I did a tweet yesterday, a little poll, and um, it's had. Hang on. Uh, just over four hundred votes, and I said, what? How do you feel about it right now? Are you a Battlefield fan? So that's it. It's Battlefield. You're going to buy it. Do you want to see more? Uh, do you want to play it first before you decide if it's good or it's not for you? So over six, well, nearly 60% of the 400 people plus that voted said it's Battlefield. I'm sorry. That probably says more about my, the people <laughs> that follow me. <laughs> um, and then there was 20% both for, I want to see more and I want to play it first. So, I mean, there's certainly quite a few people who will just seeing that it's a modern battlefield or just the fact that it's a battlefield game and will just be on board. Um, but, you know, it can really uh, make a difference if they've not managed to squeeze, you know, put it all together in the right way, if you know what I mean. I think as well. Have a short life. I saw, uh, I've seen a few people, uh, it's it's minimal, but I've seen a few people, I wouldn't say complaining, but some have been complaining that there wasn't really any gunplay shown in the trailer. Yeah, um, they only fired his gun a few times. Yeah, I mean, and it was literally just like bullets, wasn't it? There was, there was, there wasn't any of that. Um, now, the only thing I would say is, first of all, the game essentially was revealed and then gameplay was shown within the space of a week. Yeah. So they don't need to show everything um, straight away. Um, but I think they want to focus on this whole 128 players, 
all-out war. That's what they want to show you right now. They want you to know this is how crazy the game is. It's yeah, war. They want you to feel that it is back yeah. to a kind of big, open, busy sandbox. Exactly. That's, I think they, they will push be, that as hard as they can. There'll be time to show gunplay. But I think if you want to bring people who aren't familiar with Battlefield across, you do have to show them an element of gunplay so they can get a feel for it. On the subject of gunplay, can I ask you both, which Battlefield title you think has the best gunplay and why? Um, I don't want to be controversial, but I think it's Battlefield 5, personally. I, I'm actually with you, Johnny. I feel most comfortable playing. If I go back to Battlefield 4 now, I feel like there's no feedback. I wonder where my bullets are going half the time. Um, that, that's not because of the gunplay. That's because of suppression. Which I know I, ties okay, into yeah. gunplay, but it, Battlefield 4 has hideous suppression. So you, you lose some of that feeling where your bullets are going because of suppression. Mm. But there's, there's something in Battlefield 5. I can't see when you play it, you don't really think about what's actually happening. But is there a, no, is there a hit marker noise with Battlefield 5 for mm. every round? There is, right? And a headshot noise as well. Is there a hit marker noise on Battlefield 5? Have I got that I don't wrong? know if there I is. Think I don't way. think so. Yeah, it's but... more for me, like, the recoil, the way it feels when, you, when you're when you shooting, when you pull the gun out, the weapon switching, that kind of side of the gunplay is what I really liked in Battlefield Five. I was really disappointed it didn't get more play because it felt responsive. You felt like you, yeah, I'm aiming there, that's where it's going, or I can at least see where it's, it's not going to. You know what I mean? It's, like, slightly off or it's deviating and I can see that and you could respond to it. Some of the others, you're a bit more fire and forget almost. Once your bullet's gone, you just wonder if someone died. There was, there was definitely, um, there was a feeling from Battlefield Five of, like, I, I will agree that you kind of knew when you'd got a hit. There was a, like a visceral feeling to it that was yes. maybe lacking. Yeah. But you got to remember as well, Battlefield Four. Wait, was it 2013? Yeah, they're all games now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's no, I, I was just wondering old, if there were elements of those older titles. Or elements of the gunplay, um, or even just the, you know the way you. Well, I'm, I'm including that as gunplay. The sort of feedback, you know, you know when you hit somebody, that kind of um, feeling. It, it, is there anything from those old titles that you preferred to Battlefield Five, or something that you'd want to, them to carry over into the newer game? Hmm. Now, I've actually been playing. A it's lot hard of to remember. Before. I haven't. Hard to thirty years. Well, some of the problem I have with Battlefield 4 when I go back to it now is that sometimes there is, or I've noticed, that you're not always, even after you've killed someone, you're not sure you've killed them. Part of that is netcode, though. It's still quite, like, even though it's way more improved compared to Battlefield 3, it's still old considering how far we've come with Battlefield 1 or Battlefield 5. Battlefield 5, for all the hate it gets, it feels very responsive. I think when you're firing and when you're having a gunfight with people when you go back to battlefield 4 now you notice how delayed a lot of the gunfights actually are um and sometimes there was instances where i was like wait did i kill that guy and then the actual you know notification that i killed someone came up i don't know half a second later there's a real delay there which maybe takes you out of the uh, uh takes you out of the moment I, I, I don't dislike Battlefield V's gunplay, by the way. I actually enjoyed it. Like Guns like the STG, I actually really enjoy using. And they, they do yeah. feel like they hit hard. 
I like it. I like it. The other, the, yeah. the main thing you have to think, and we won't know this probably for quite a while now, is, and it'll be the age-old question of time to kill. You know, are they going to go... I, I, as long as it's somewhere yeah. similar to what Battlefield 4 is, which is probably its next nearest, um, you know, comparison, in, especially in terms of weaponry, I don't see how there can be an issue, really. It's similar. I'd like it to be... Slightly longer than five. I thought five was a bit too cardy for me. Um, but whatever it is, I want them to, to stick to it. Do you know what I mean? To commit to a pace of game. Because I think where five went wrong is it was designed around that faster pace and then they started changing everything and it was just just a bit of a muddle after that, wasn't it? Yeah, they tried to appease too many different people. Yeah, it's getting pulled in too many different directions and from inside the studio as well as outside, I think. But that's sort of... You know, just a bit of a shame. But um, no, I I still like the basic feel for the most part of playing Battlefield Five and and engaging in gunfights and things. Obviously, there are some balance issues and maybe some things that aren't so great in certain other certain areas. But I would like and the movement as well. I quite like the fluidity of Battlefield Five's movement. Apart from some areas, but you you can for the most part navigate the maps and things and jump. You know, vaulting works. And um, what do you think of the sliding mechanic? Well, I was just about to ask you that. Um, and interestingly, we were talking about this earlier. From the the footage, sliding has made a return. Yeah, um, I'm fine with sliding, but in in the same way as like crouching in CS is nerfed. You know, you can't be able to spam it. I think, yeah, absolutely slide but then you can't slide for x amount of time like a stamina kind of thing needs to be there yeah i i thought um especially in battlefield one maybe a little bit less so in battlefield five sliding became this thing where it was just like spammed over and over again yeah everyone people. just slid everywhere didn't they and it became a bit much i i think if it was on a cooldown so you couldn't just spam it over and over again then that would be fine, but we've no way of knowing how it actually is set up. I personally, having gone back to Battlefield 4 now, I wouldn't have minded whatsoever if they took the slide out. But it obviously looks like that they haven't done that. Um, I just hope that you can't spam it over and over again. I'm with you on that, definitely. The other thing um, I noticed was... And we can't say this for sure, but just based on the HUD and ammo counts and things, it looks like attrition has been knocked in the head. It looks like that's not as much of an issue. I saw players running around with plenty of ammo. Vehicles having icons with unlimited ammo as well. I, I, I suppose I've got a pinch of salt on some of that, just with they're going to have built that trailer in not a dev environment, but you know they've staged a lot of the scenes, right? Yeah. So it could have been they just had the ammo turned on for the takes and things. Like you're doing CS. It's very possible. It's very possible. Um, so you have to... Um, yeah, you have to take some of that with a pinch of salt. Is there anything you didn't like? What, from the trailers? Yeah. I know what mine is, straight away. It does. The very first time I saw it, it was the HUD. I don't like it. I don't like the colours of it, more specifically. I don't have a problem with the HUD, oh, yeah. per se. I don't like the 
colors of the HUD. I hope I can change them. Yeah, they've been pretty good in the past, at least the last couple of games, of the ability to change HUD options like color and size and opacity and whatever. I found the map, the mini-map, particularly difficult to read, particularly when you were in a red sector, so an mm. enemy-held sector. The map goes red. And how on earth you're supposed yeah. to see red enemy icons on that, I don't really know. But it looked um, very difficult to read, mainly because it was colored by the, the, you know, the faction of the zone that you were currently running around in, green or yeah. red. So that didn't look very clear. Um, but I, um, yeah, attrition, that's a tough one, isn't it? Some people really hate that. I actually quite like it. <laughs> well, this, um, this is the problem, isn't it? There's, there's a bit of a Marmite thing for a lot of these things. Yeah. Some people love them, some people hate it. There was uh, nothing 3D... that jumped out at me that I didn't, you know. I'll be honest, I haven't looked oh. at it. I know Jack's done that, like, frame-by-frame frame analysis, and I, I actually I don't want to look at it like that. Give me it and let me put my hands on it, and if I enjoy it, great. If I've got some bugbears, well, we'll see. But it's not going to change my opinion. You know, I just enjoyed the trailer for what it was as a cinematic, really. Oh, I've looked at yeah. it. God knows how many times I've looked at it. I'm, I'm not a particular fan of being able to change attachments. On the fly. Oh, you're not. Interesting. No. Why? Um, I I think it makes it. I th well, I think a. I'm not going to use it. I mean, maybe a scope. Maybe I want to pop another scope on if there's an, a particularly annoying sniper. But how many times when you when you're running into a firefight or something, you're going to hang on a minute. Can you just change your barrel attachment or under barrel? You know. It's not going to happen, is it? Hang on, sure. lads. Hang on, lads. I've got yeah, my, get my foregrip on. If you think about it more of um let's say uh on that desert map you've been uh fighting you know where the tanks are having the fight you've been out there fighting long range mm. and then you get in the elevator like they showed or you go into a building and you have the opportunity you might want to put a closer range barrel on with like a higher, well you might do but, so, but here's the here's the thing and it also leaks slightly into the issue of the fact that each class now can equip any weapon they like and so yeah. what i'm saying is you can now be a one-man army so gone are the days where you had to sacrifice something for something else so you can have a weapon that is good for long range and short range carried all the time you can essentially be a medic so you can heal yourself wherever you are and you can have an rpg and c4 in your pocket I just think there will be a meta loadout that people will use and nothing else will be used. That's what I'm a bit worried about. The problem comes here, though. It's not really a problem, but they haven't really gone into detail on the specialist system yet. And exactly... So, for instance, all the specialists have a primary gadget that's tied to them. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, you know, McKay's got the grappling hook and we've seen a, we've seen a riot shield, which I assume is attached to a specialist. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we've seen um, in the trailer the obviously the wingsuit guy, which seems to be called Sundance, etc. So they all have their primary ones that can't be changed. But then seemingly the secondary ones can. And you can equip an RPG. I mean, like I'm looking at the the HUD now. This person has like a vector, then a, a scoped magnum, then um, 
I mean, it's hard to say what they've got. It looks like a breach charge, C4, and something else. But I, I've seen one with C4, RPG. Um, which seems... I don't know. It seems quite mad, doesn't it? I think this is the guy actually here with the with the shield. Delta. I think he's the one with the shield. And then he's got an RPG. And I'm not sure what else he's got, but... Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think there could be an issue there, but without playing it, it's hard to judge, isn't it? Yeah, it could end up very caught. At least the guys will get a lot of content out of the, you know, overpowered weapon of the patch. Yeah. I do agree that there's room for there to be, like, crazy loadout. I think Stodd uh, showed one yesterday was basically a sniper, and the secondary was, like, you know, like a, a mini SMG. And then he had an RPG. <laughs> There's something else. I can't remember what it was, but it was just like, what? I think I think it was a sniper. So he had a sniper rifle. Then his secondary was one of the small SMGs. And then he had an RPG and C4. And it's like, what? Like, that could be just crazy. It does remove the class problem, though, right? Then everyone's just, other than the primary gadget, everyone can kind of just get on with enjoying the battlefield. You don't have to be reliant on your squad mates. Maybe opens it for a few people. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it does. But just circling just briefly around back to the, the plus system, I just, um, I kind, I know it can be a bit of a pain sometimes, but I, I kind of like the fact that you have to choose something um, and that you're not just ready and equipped to go and do everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All yeah. At once. If a tank spawns, oh, right, problem. Rather than, oh, I just whip out my handy. Uh the pistol there has to be downsides to this there has to be downsides to this specialist yeah, system so maybe uh, i mean that like it would be mad if you could just have an assault rifle because in theory you could play the the medic lady have an assault rifle a heel gun and then an rpg and c4 well this this is well it's, yeah it, this is it it would seem mad wouldn't it even if you even if you had like um, a med pack and then an RPG. It would be like, oh, so you can heal and you can take out tags. It, it would also, just thinking about it, it would also make it very hard for, for tankers to work out who really is an enemy. In Battlefield Five, well, based, basically everybody. Yeah, yeah everybody based, an enemy now. Based on what they look like, you can kind of, and what gun they have, you can kind of work out who's an engineer, who's support or something. So, but everyone, everyone is potentially a threat now because everyone can carry yeah. RPGs, and probably everyone will. And I can't that... imagine, you know, unless they make some of these other classes, some of their gadgets really useful and powerful, everyone will be a medic all the time with an RPG. Oh, and look, an, medic's the best class, weapon. so they should. Um, yeah. So you've is got this to a do lovely segue. So segue into operators. Hmm. I'm, I'm not convinced in the operators thing yet. I think the idea of having, you know, to build your own soldier, quite like that. The idea of just having these pre-canned, the way called did it, where you can only be you know, a certain version of a certain skin. I'm not not a big fan of that, if I'm honest. Yeah, but I mean, those two systems kind of go hand in hand, don't they? You've got these sort of set. I mean, you've got these. One thing I will say is that people think that everyone's going to look the same, but 
in the trailer you can see multiple versions of um like the same specialist looking very different especially in that reveal yeah. trailer that's the one thing i'm sure about is that i'm pretty sure they're gonna have a lot of cosmetic customization for this game yeah absolutely so i i don't think visually it'll be an issue but yeah i mean it depends how many they're gonna launch with as well i i don't have a problem with the specialist system in terms of the characters um but it's not for everyone a lot a lot of the, the things that we've seen so far you have to play don't you like these things i know people will make judgments on them just from seeing gameplay but until you've actually played with them a few times and played around and you can't really know if the the system will be flawed or not you have to assume they've tested this a lot right you have to assume that if there was a huge balance issue with what they're doing here i mean it would be quite apparent you'd think wouldn't it well you hope so but you know that not to cast too much shape but you know there have been errors in the past yeah with changes to balance and um core gameplay mechanics that have really not gone down particularly well i mean if you think of the bido when it happens the the people in that will be keen beings right for the mm. most part so yeah. you're going to see people looking for the meta and quickly adopting one so we'll see quite quickly i think if there is a a meta loadout or if everyone's choosing to see him, as you say, Andrew the Medic, or I'm taking the RPG, we'll see. I, I think Medic is going to be incredibly popular, as is Sundance with the wingsuit. I just can't imagine that that is not going to be crazy popular. <laughs> I feel a wingsuit will be, yeah, first couple of weeks, and then that'll fade off after everyone's used it a while. I, I suppose it's map dependent. If you're on the, uh, you know, the huge uh, desert map and with so many buildings, it's going to be incredibly useful to have that wingsuit. But at the same time, you are you presumably are always going to have a parachute anyway. I mean, this Vicar Sky Casper sounds pretty powerful potentially for close range stuff with your SMG running about buildings with a movement sensor, right? So you can see everybody yeah. running around, and that's quite. I think that uh, I gathered that it's probably the case that you have to be running to be detected on that, but nobody walks. <laughs> nobody really walks in battlefield, do they? Do you know what I mean like? Yeah, it's not a walking game, is it? It's not really a, a no. creepy round. Well, so you're going to pick up a lot of kills with that. Yeah. What about the grapple hook? What do you think of the grapple hook? I, th I think that'll be the least used, if I'm honest. Well, there's the, the grapple hook, and then there's the um, the zip lines. Now, I don't know if the zip lines are a gadget that are attached to a class as well, or a specialist. We've seen those on the um, going between the buildings. I was looking at the zip line earlier, though, so much like with a lot of the gadgets, the, the, the grapple hook has unlimited use, but it's on a cooldown, or it seems to be. You can, mm -hmm. you can slowly see it charging back up. It doesn't look like it's that long, though. I don't know, maybe 15 seconds, if that. Um, I can't see it being used the way they used it in the gameplay trailer, where he jumps off the building, grapples the crane. I mean, that's a very niche scenario, isn't it? It's not like you're going to be able to use it up the side of the building and knock it rinsed. Yeah. I think you'll find snipers using it to get into yeah, really awkward spots. 
That's yeah. right. You're going to Reeves. <laughs> snipers and, uh, will use that to get to uh, to useful positions, but he isn't the yeah. sniper class, though, is he? Well, but it doesn't matter because he can have a sniper. He can, his, but uh, presumably, loadout. what they're trying to do here, they're trying to give certain classes the, the you know abilities that would suit that playstyle. So they have yeah. overarching. They don't have classes, but they have overarching. Um, what would you say uh, roles that the, the the characters do fit into? So, for instance, you know, McKay would be classed as assault, and um, you know, um, what's the lady's name with the pistol, the revivers? I can't remember her name. She Maria. would be classed Maria. She'd be classed as support, for instance. But, I think it'd be interesting. Like, but just... she's medic, I think, for the Surrette. Well, yeah, but she's classed as support because she's a medic. Yeah, there's no medic class. It's there's a no support class. Oh, I like, role. I see. Um, I think it'd be really interesting to see Grapple Hook will yield many a only a battlefield moment, particularly if it can be attached to jets and helicopters and things. That would be great yeah, fun. I could be. see that working well. Helicopter goes overhead, I'll have a bit of that, and I'm off. Can you grapple to a helicopter or a jet, jump up in the air, RPG it? We're certainly going to find out. Hello. I mean, that's... Now we're talking, right? Uh... See, and this is Battlefield. <laughs> um, what else do we want to talk about? Maps. They're pretty big, aren't um, they? Maps, pricing I'd like to talk about. Oh, yeah, and the, the game mode. The love letter. The whatever. The it's... love letter. Is... Let's do pricing, actually. Let's do pricing. That's an interesting topic. What's your, what's your thoughts on the pricing, Johnny? I think... I think it's a bit what? steep <laughs> because if you look at it, they're going to charge an annual kind of year one, year two, etc., for the content later on. Oh, but they're also cost. charging full whack Season. for yeah, the upfront. That content is not something you have to pay for. You don't have to buy any of that content. Like you don't have to buy it, but to access it, right? Well, yeah, but the the maps are free. And as I understand it, any new specialists are free. So it's battle passes. The, the, the only content that you're paying for is the premium battle pass, which I believe grants you cosmetic items. All right, okay. Well, so, that, that's fine. Uh, I, I still think it's a, it's a challenging market to enter when you've got um, COD out there that's free to play and I you can so, choose MT, to buy the battle yeah. pass for I mean, the cosmetics. The I price of entry for Battlefield is, well, let's say it gets down to, what, 40, 50 quid probably after... A while there's some offers out there just just going back uh just quickly before we touch on that because luna bear's got an interesting point you've got this situation right and i understand that if you join a battlefield 4 server right now you can you can't control how many people go as medic how many people go as engineer how many people go as recon etc so in that respect nothing really changes in 2042 because if everyone can have an RPG, it's kind of the same to an extent as everyone being engineer. The problem is, it isn't. Because you can be the class you want to be, but also have capability to take out a tank. And this brings a huge problem for balancing. Like, not just for tanks, but for anti-air. If you've got, you've got 64 people on the enemy team... And 40 of them, for, I, I know this is unrealistic, but 30, 40 of them aren't even playing a support class, but they've all got RPGs and C4. 
that how do you even begin to balance that but is that is that not the balance the fact that anyone could call in well i'm sure there'll be limits but anyone could call in a vehicle at any time so there needs to be quite a a good amount of things to get rid of those vehicles equally the maps are huge so if you're in a jet you're not going to be in close quarters like you are in some of the old maps and the current maps you're going to be much further away and you shoot you know you're doing straight well, runs you, and you, you can get away that's the thing you know mm. you'll, you'll pop some countermeasures and be able to get yourself out of the situation and that's the you're also assuming it does a lot of damage the one that they everyone carries could could be oh, yeah, we don't know. yeah we don't know that well, probably not like, going to be but it's like be. a mini rpg just like a yeah it, it, it could be what a 20 or 30 damage uh, or a two with a ricochet and there's a certain support class who has like a bonus to their explosive damage. Has a, has a big boy, shoulder-mounted boy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't rule it out, can you? Um. So yeah, pr pricing to me isn't so much of an issue. I have to caveat this though, with the fact that uh, a lot of people, um, because I'm a game changer even though i don't like the the game changer term the likelihood is i will be able to get a copy of the game mm -hmm. i'm yeah. not expecting to get a copy of the game by the way but the likelihood is there is a very good chance that i might be offered a copy of the game so it's very hypocritical for me to sit here and go oh 70 quid's fucking nothing well that's not the case is it it's a lot um, it is a lot and i think it's a lot if you only play it a little, yeah. if you end, if this is the you know the next big battlefield for me and I'm playing it all the time, actually price per play is really tiny. And also, I'm sure it's on EA Play Pro as well. I'm sure it'll be on all the all the good stuff. Uh, yeah, I I I think, I mean, a lot of people who are going to play Battlefield, right? And this is a huge Battlefield title now. If you play it for two three hundred hours, you've made your money's worth, right? So, I mean, everyone's going to have to decide for themselves whether. Yeah, I just money. worry that the cost of entry is is prohibitive for some people. Whereas, called they can just pick up, and if you know, buying a battle pass isn't as big a commitment. No, but this is no other game that has an experience like this, though, is there? I don't think. I think they've no. taken what makes no, Battlefield true. good that's and true. just just like I don't know, just poured some extra sauce on it poured some hot sauce on it and gone this is what people want <laughs> and um map sizes uh, what what do you think of the this well yeah map, of... map size and the and the game mode so we've moved on yeah. from the typical or a classic style conquest and into something that just behaves slightly differently and be interesting to see how that affects because the thing obviously yeah. the, the downside of a classic conquest map as it has been it's it varies from map to map but you know you can end up going round in circles chasing the enemy capping flags just going you know running backwards and forwards from the same flags you know so it just doesn't feel like you're achieving anything or so i'm hoping this game mode will allow you to feel like you can go somewhere you know get that bit move across get that bit you know you, you won't spend so much time retracing your steps going backwards and forwards i hope hmm. no i agree 
to be honest but here's the thing you might find situations in maps where you actually don't leave your area of the map oh yeah like, because I mean, that's, it, it's like yeah. a mini map within a map you get even more longevity you know if that's the case you know you don't see all of the map the maps are going to last that much longer because you might go and say you know, let's go and dominate that bit of the map this time and it'll be a completely different experience maybe because they are so large that's what she said hey <laughs> I just want to go back to something I... before you before you have your input there, Johnny. Because um, it has been linked, so I will address it. The digital gold edition for Battlefield twenty forty two includes the, includes the year one pass, which includes yeah. four new specialists, one per season, mm -hmm. which would indicate potentially paywall. that they are behind a paywall or. You just get them with the pass and you don't have to grind the free pass. It, it could be a system of the reward to get to uh, getting for the end of the free battle pass is one of these specialists. But by having the pass, you get the specialists. Does that make sense? It doesn't necessarily yep. mean that it's you can't get it without paying. Um, but it does imply that if you if you buy, you can get the specialists. Now, if it's a cool one that you really want and, you know, you don't want to grind for 30 hours to get it, then that could be, to some people, quite frustrating. I just wanted to get that in there, so... Just to be clear... I agree. I think that's... Like maybe there is some sort of paywall. It's the same across a lot of games, though, right? They have the same issue where you can pay to win, but at the same time, you can also pay to, to half win. So I get frustrated by the battle passes. Like you have to get to level 100, even on the premium, to get the cool unlocks, or you can then pay again. So it's, it's like oh, a 34.99 upgrade, and you buy 10 levels, or whatever. you know, you can keep buying mm -hmm. and buying and buying. You can spend an absolute fortune to get some of these things. I prefer that kind of cleaner, more honest model, where it's like you want to buy the operator here. It is 9.99. Go buy it. Yeah. I, there's so much shit in a battle pass I just don't want or don't care about. So it's that one thing that I'll just, I'll just give me that. Just let me buy it. I'll pay, I'll pay for it. It's fine. Well, they did that with the Battlefield Five uh, characters, though, didn't they? They just offered them to you, like in the store. You could just buy them. Right here, they are. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of fine with that as well, to be honest. What were you going to say about the maps, Johnny? Big good. Big good. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's generally how I feel about it. As long as you can get around As long as the performance map. is there, I will caveat, caveat that. If it's... Uh, yeah. My worry being, maps are so big that potato PCs out there just can't run them. I think people have not been able to upgrade graphics cards, even despite the launches, because of all the shortages, and you know, will it be reliant on having a, an Uber PC? Because again, that's another barrier of entry that's going to stop people yeah. laying out the money. There's a lot going on on those maps, isn't there? But I mean, I'm, I mean, you I'm, can optimize that all you like. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I'm all for them. I think it's just going to be interesting because you're going to have maps, especially the one in um, is it Dubai, Qatar, the uh, the desert one. You know, you might be in that stadium area of the map, which might, in theory, be like the size of a map you've played before, and you might just be fighting over three points in that area to have a sector and you might be there the whole game mm -hmm. you know just just fighting over that sector um 
I think it's an inter it's an interesting concept. You know, I I think what I like most about this is that I'm predominantly an infantry player, but it doesn't look like there's any grindy maps. And without playing it, I don't know. There could be areas that are quite grindy. I, I, I'm for sure, I imagine that will be the case, but you know, if you look at some of the Battlefield Five maps, well, some of like uh, not Navic, but um. The other snow one, can't remember what it's called. Though. There's quite snail, a snail, snail, fiel. Oh, I quite, I, I quite like a Metro twenty forty two with no, an upstairs Andrew. bit as well, with no. an overland yes. bit. Yes, Andrew, no. talk to me. That'd be good. Uh, no, come on, Andrew. Sure, we, we have to, to, I'm about that life. That's fine with me. We have to leave the Metro in the past. Oh, they're gonna do uh, it. Commence the grind. No, come on, we the, this twenty forty two is all about. The classic, you know, and you it it's Metro. I'm, I'm, it's coming. I'm sure I, it's coming. We have to leave Metro behind, we but with to. an over with an overground bit as well. That's the that's the uh, and you can blow through the floor to get down to the predicted. Just right down. I mean, look, if they were going to remake Metro, if they don't have like an upper level properly this time, I'll be absolutely sick to my teeth. Like, have not have a proper area at the top of the map please but that you know that imagine that yeah imagine that size and here's here's a question actually that's just come into my head what what are they gonna do for old gen so old gen is only 64 players not 120 uh, yeah are the maps gonna be yeah. the exact same size or are they just do what they did in the old days where they quadranted off you get this bit of then, it which is going to yeah, be interesting because be. they're going to have to make the map smaller, aren't they? If the maps are Although designed for 128 yeah. players, it's not going to work. They have to be smaller. Surely. I feel, well, I was going to say something, but I, I feel like that was said somewhere that isn't allowed to be repeated. I can't remember. But, well, maybe I just want to say it. I think safety first, Andrew. Well, they've yeah, they've definitely confirmed you can that the the old gen are gonna have sixty four players. I'm not sure they've confirmed it's on smaller maps. But I mean that's logical. It's logical yeah. to assume that, but you know. Yeah. What about um, what about? I can't even believe it's called this. Is it actually? Is it called Danger Zone? I didn't imagine that, did I? Um. It's called Hazard Zone. Why did I think it was called Danger Zone? Because the highway, possibly. It's the highway, Top Gun. <laughs> Hazard Zone. What, what do you think that could be? Um, interesting, isn't it? They've just... My feeling is that it's because of the references to, I would say, like high stakes, right? High stakes. I'll read it. An all say high, new stakes, yeah. high stakes squad based game type that is a modern take on the multiplayer experience. Hazard Zone is distinctly battlefield, but mm. very different from the modes of all-out warfare. So, small player numbers. High stakes suggests something looty. Something right? to lose. That you can lose, yeah. yeah. So, are we talking about uh, a, a Tarkov experience? Or uh, it's not a BR. We know that. Let's <laughs> wipe that off the... Can we just categorically say, yeah. categorically, categorically, there is no BR. There is none planned. That's what has been informed. That there is 
That's confirmed. That is confirmed. There's no Battle Royale planned. Does that mean that they will never do one? No, but there isn't any planned. And Hazard Zone is not a Battle Royale. But I think Ganji's right. I think it sounds like some sort of uh, Hunty Tarkov-esque uh, meme going on, to be honest. The interesting thing is they've made a point of, 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 of saying this is essentially separate from All Out Warfare. This isn't just like a multiplayer mode in the online suite. This is something separate. Um, oh no, I, mean, I just read out word for word. It says very different mm. from the modes of All Out Warfare, but distinctly Battlefield at the same time. So <laughs> make of that what you will. Distinctly Battlefield, but very different. Um, it's exactly like Battlefield, but completely <laughs> different. There's a, there's a lot going on, isn't there? There is a there lot is, going and that's, on. That's why I'm excited, because I... You know, new things like I'd like a battlefield experience. That's brilliant. But new stuff as well that's connected it's to that. It's not going to be just, a competitive well, mode to play. The more stuff I have to, when I fire up battlefield, the more stuff I have to do, the better. Really. Yeah. Now I I know this isn't important, but I have to mention it. the The scope for Easter eggs in this game. Oh yeah. Could be absolutely mad. Well, particularly his dice. Uh, yeah. That's right. Dice. <laughs> I worry, though, with maps that are the scale of these maps. Imagine... Oh, no, I can say. <laughs> I can say. I say I'm pretty sure Julian you can say what you're going to say. Yeah. Julian tweeted the other day that Dice mm. LA had been working on something. Mm. And that means Julian's been working on something. And that means Easter eggs. If Julian's been working on something, well, we all know how sneaky he is. Oh, sneaky. Better very sneaky. You wanted to uh you wanted to talk about this uh love letter. What is the love letter? That's the question. Uh, what is it indeed? A love letter to the battlefield players. The only thing you know for sure is that Dice LA very good at what they do they they're very good at what they put their hands to so whatever it is it's going to be good well you see what he said was there's lots more 2042 details talking about julian now uh, to be revealed uh and they asked the question what's that big Stairs. dice la involvement with the game you ask you'll learn more about it at ea play and ea play is where they reveal the love letter so that's uh july 22nd right so I think. Dice Soleil have been doing the love letter. I mean, look. And that's just, you know, that's a, that's not a small number of people. That's, uh, that's going to be a, it's going to be a meme. What you could take from that as well is that they've made a point of separating these three things. They've got All Out Warfare, which going back to, I'll, I'll come, I'll circle back to that. All Out Warfare then you've got uh, the hazard zone, which they've separated, and obviously they'll talk about when they're ready. And then this love letter, which they're not ready to talk about yet, which tells you you've got some substantial things here that they're going to talk about that we haven't even had any information on. Yeah, God, thank God there are no leaks about that. I mean, I'm just so happy. I'm, uh, I'm, hopefully it stays that way until July. 22nd. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. So, but circling back, only two game modes. Happy with it? I'm personally 
I'm personally fine with it because I think you've got yeah. maps that are so big. Well, I suppose three, right? Has its own well, yeah, conquest but it, and you, breakthrough. It's not really a mode, though, is it? I'm thinking, you know, conquest, breakthrough. <sighs> Modes in the all like warfare. I think breakthrough okay. and breakthrough and conquest, I suppose. I mean, it's going to keep me occupied, particularly given... Well, first, I mean, to start with, it's going to be mad, isn't it? You're going to have mm. how many maps on release? Seven Has that been revealed yet? I can't remember. Well, I think, seven I maps think we revealed. know of seven. Yeah. Big maps. It could take a while to discover by the mm. look of it, you know, given the size of them. You know, they're not going to get old too quickly. So I yeah. think that's enough to be going I, on with. I think it's all right. I'm a little bit concerned about breakthrough, if I'm honest. Um, I mean, in previous iterations of Battlefield, breakthrough has not been my favorite game mode, just because I find it quite grindy at times. And now we're adding another 64 players to that yeah. mix. But I, but I think, again, the size of the maps, hopefully, and the fact that they are... Well, they do make open. particular efforts to breakthrough... <laughs> Uh, and being able to flank and stuff, right? So bigger maps, wider maps, more space around the edges to get so less bottlenecky and grindy. You would hope, if and you know, unless you like that sort of thing, in which case, I'm sorry. What? Uh, just this is important to me. If I were to uh, sign a petition that a dice add Gunmaster into 2042, would you all sign it? Sure. I, uh, yeah, well, I find a newfound love for Gunmaster again, and I can't be without it anymore. I, <laughs> I want it in my Battlefield life. So if they could just make sure that that is added in for me, that would be, I would be happy with that. Well, the dream is, is mods, isn't it? It's player generated content. So yeah, good luck. Create those types of things. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by good luck? Good luck with that, mate. Do you think um, modding frostbite? Yeah. Well, but, 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 yeah, you've got to be given the tools, haven't you? And um, servers. Servers. servers? Is, well, that's. Well, yeah. I wonder when they're going to talk about what their plan is for custom servers, if there is one. I know people are eager for it. They're always eager for it. Like I said before, though, we've got the re we've had the reveal and gameplay literally within a space of days. There's so much time to talk about all this, but people want information straight away because it's exciting to people, isn't it? We didn't get a battle for the last year. People now, they they just itch it at the bit to get more information. They want it and they want to know the yeah. stuff that's important to them. And I understand that, but it'll come when it comes. I know people have been asking a lot about, I would say the biggest things people have asked is anti-cheat, uh, which as far as I'm aware, nothing's been spoke about it. Crossplay, I don't think they've mentioned anything to do with any crossplay or anything like that. Uh, and they want to know about community servers. None of which has been spoken about yet. But they'll get no. the answers when they get them. That's just, you know, it takes time. I was going to say, it's going to be quiet for the next couple of weeks. But actually, um, Freeman tweeted out half an hour ago that there's a behind-the-scenes chat with DICE um, uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. At uh, 4 p.m. British summer time. 4 p.m. Well, General isn't Manager. That bloody lovely. 
I just wonder we would have done the podcast after that. <laughs> well, that's always next Monday. It's always Pat. I, this should just be like uh, a regular thing now. Just every week. What content have they released this week? <laughs> What's new? What else do you want to talk about? Is there anything else you want to talk about before we finish it? Uh, how, do we, how do we get into the beta? Well, I don't know. It's an open beta, isn't it? Yeah. When, when did, we play? did they give dates on that? No, I don't think so. I mean, I just want to get hands on. So I'm keen for it. I do. I really do. I mean, that uh, that's the only way um, all these questions will be answered. It's a bit of hands on. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait. I need it. Yeah. Good time. Um, they've talked about a technical test, but that's going to be under NDA, so... Oh, I'm, I'm fine special with about a new Battlefield. It's not like Call of Duty comes out every year. You know. It's always a nice build-up. And... 